0: Music for the Cinema Geekly Podcast is brought to you by freemusicarchive.org. The Free Music Archive is an interactive library of high-quality, legal audio downloads. The Free Music Archive is directed by WFMU, the most renowned freeform radio station in America. Inspired by Creative Commons and the open-source software movement, the FMA provides a legal and technological framework for curators, artists, and listeners to harness the potential of music sharing. Specific music for the Cinema Geekly Podcast is brought to you by WizWars. Visit them online at myspace.com slash WizWars or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash WizWars. Time for the Cinema Geekly podcast, episode number four. My name is Anthony Lewis. I'm Joe McDonald, and uh, we're kind of <laughs> going by our. I wanted to say solo. I guess it is kind of <laughs> solo compared to last week's episode. Yeah, right. It was like uh, the Brady Bunch last week, and now I... it's uh, you know two and a half men minus the half.
1: Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I um, yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's wh- one of those. One of those sitcoms. Yeah, what uh,
1: what are we, we gonna talk about this week, Anthony? Anything good? It was a slow week this week, eh?
0: Oh man, was it slow! I I try really hard to to try to fill the site with with stuff. Even the even the Geekly Briefs this week, which is the little uh, thing I do on the site where it's just tidbits of news, even that was extremely short. This and way. by and by site you mean Cinemageekly dot Of course, <laughs> Cinemageekly dot com, which I usually plug right at the beginning. But
1: yeah, yeah, that's okay. We'll we'll plug it a bunch this show because I'm sure we'll have a lot to. Yeah, fill.
0: Facebook slash <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Cinemageekly and twitter.com dot slash Cinemageekly. And if you are uh, against the social networks, there's still the good old fashioned email info at Cinemageekly uh, There's a contact page also. On the website, which makes that uh, a whole lot easier. You don't even have to open up your Outlook Express or whatever people use these days for uh, their emailing. Gmail, perhaps Thunderbird from Mozilla. I don't know.
1: Oh, my phone's ringing. How professional is this? <laughs> no, uh, this... turn that off. There. Okay. That,
0: this happens all the time. On, yeah,
1: yeah, we're uh, we're we're
0: a <laughs> on my other podcast.
1: Sophisticated unit here.
0: Yes. Um, my phone started ringing too. How about that? What are the odds? Yeah, do we want? What if we want to start with? Do we want to talk about the box office last week? Yeah, that's um, where we usually kick things off with.
1: And I'm always late, so I don't. I'm, I'm never on time for these podcasts <laughs> to start. So I, I get. A, I'm a little lost right now.
0: No, we do. Uh, we do the top of the box office. We we predict them at the end of every yeah, episode. Yeah. And um, with the exception of Nick, who I voted for, who uh, is <laughs> he, he was incorrect, but everybody else was correct. Puss in Boots right. top of the box office. I was pretty surprised that and we'll get into that, but I was pretty surprised that
1: it didn't make more money. I mean it made what? Forty
0: thirty? It looked like thirty four point
1: I thought for sure it would make fifty.
0: Yeah, that did not do well. Paranormal Activity Three held on in second place with eighteen point one. Uh in time finished in third a little bit higher than I thought it would. Honestly, that did twelve point one. Uh footloose was in fourth at five point five. The Rum Diary that started poor, I'd have to imagine on the, uh, uh, at least from the the feelings of the people behind that film, it only did five point one, and is in f- it started in fifth place. Real Steel, which I believe by the way, you and Aaron last week, I think both kind of said that it would fall to sixth place, which it did. It looks like so. Um, must- it had a
1: fifty three percent drop off. Yeah, uh, you know, it's made seventy five million. Right. it's not bad. No. I don't know what the budget was on it. It doesn't I don't it's not listing it here, but I imagine it was close to 100 million to make that movie.
0: We mentioned uh, uh we, and we also mentioned Anonymous last week, which was the uh the Shakespearean Roland Emmerich film, but that didn't even finish in the top 10 largely. Didn't do too well. Actually <laughs> because I think it was at first scheduled for a wide release, but then they kind of just chopped that off and it ended up having a i guess kind of a somewhat limited release i'm i'm guessing maybe because they just thought not too many people would be
1: it was a very limited you know what it was
0: the a niche picture i would say at best
1: 265 theaters however the average per theater was fifty four hundred dollars which puts it behind puts it in third place for the week and that total behind uh in time, Paranormal Activity, in Puss in Boots. So, I mean, not that's not horrible by any means. That's right. that's a, a, a number that uh, a studio
0: exec would be pleased with, right? Because you're going looking at the the per theater average and considering how many it opened in. It's really not that terrible, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I didn't get to see Puss in Boots yet. I, I'm
1: my kids are dying to see it. Critics, uh, the critics loved it. it yeah. Was- I love- like I said last week, I really like the the Shrek franchise. I like the characters. Uh, you know, I like the Shrek Halloween, the Shrek Christmas. I like you know it's it's a it's a great uh, franchise. Um, yeah, I agree. And you know, of course, the Shrek franchise. They say they're not going to do anymore, but who knows? Money talks. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think they. In my opinion, it would be a safe bet just to shelve that, unless they come up with a really good script. Because the last, the last one was good, but it was wasn't as good as the third and the third wasn't as good as the second right. The first and the second were both really good i thought on, on i put them on about an equal level right um <clears throat> i haven't you know i and i for what we're doing here i haven't seen any movies for a while like on <laughs> movies it's just and i guess this can segue into it but there hasn't october, been a lot good october is not a good month for movie releases period no it's kind of that uh you know, in between football and baseball time, you know, yeah. In between and the summer, Europe.
0: there's no sports going on, right?
1: In, in this case, the it,
0: blockbusters and the holiday films and things like that, right?
1: Know? And then, and then, come January, it slows back down till about March, and then March starts picking up. Well, anymore, they start their summer se- season in, in March for right. for movies. So, um, there are a couple of movies that, that are coming out soon that I, I'm really. Wanting to see.
0: Well, this is a traditional. This is a traditional valley than what we usually get this time of year. But you were you were telling me that this is worse than previous years, though.
1: Yeah, I I posted. I or no, we were we were talking getting together about what we wanted to talk about, and I, I had mentioned this because I had read it. Um, let me pull up the official stats. Okay. Um, let's see 2010. Let's see where's what the hell they just had 2011 on here november by year october of 2011 okay the box office this october for the month of october Mm -hmm. took in a total oh i just fucking clicked the wrong button sorry (laughs) oh man this is just going swimmingly
0: airy errors all over the place
1: oh beautiful okay here we go October took in this year three hundred and sixty point seven million dollars last year October took in six hundred and of course nothing i'm I'm so right. ill so ill prepared for this
0: that's fine that's me every every week uh, where to go it was a sufficient drop though
1: it was like forty four percent
0: um you were telling me that it was the this was the worst October and since, in since quite a while. Yeah, I think you said uh, since two thousand seven. I think you said it was, it was a
1: fifty-two worst. average drop of fifty-two point eight percent. Uh last year it took in six hundred million. Um, no, that's not right. Six hundred and fifty four million dollars. Yeah. Um, but to give you an idea, we were talking about how this swings. Um January. Th- th- we're just going by last year, mm-hmm. 2010. January and February were both under. Uh, well, January was 339 million or 393 million. Right. February picked up uh, 603.2 million. Now March rolls around and does a billion dollars. Yeah. Um, Alice and Wonder- polls. Yes. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland was the top movie of the month in March. April, it goes back down to 600. May peaks up at 950 million. Iron Man 2 was the big one. June, 1.4 with Toy Story 3. July, 1.1 with Inception. August, six, uh, 600 with the other guys. Mm-hmm. September, 500. October, 600. Then November and December back up into the billions. So you can kind of see and that's just how it goes. Every single year, the the startling thing is is that it was a this year compared to last was a huge drop off in in revenue. Way, um, much. And, yeah. yeah, and there wasn't a lot. Like there have been several times uh, in the month of October where I was just sitting around. I'm like, I think I'm going to go see a movie, and I pull up, uh, you know, Flickster on my iPhone and. Uh, you know, there's nothing out, and I like I'm I'm really into the mood to see. I'm like I'm gonna go see a movie. I'm gonna get some popcorn. I'm gonna get some coke. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and then and I, there's and nothing. Then, yeah, and it's like
0: you scroll and you're just like,
1: eh. Maybe I'll uh, go and then, like even movies that I really wanted to see, like uh, what's the one with Robert De Niro and Jason Statham and?
0: Uh, oh, that's that's slipping my mind. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one. Let me pull it up. Here. <laughs> I've got the list of movies. It's out.
1: It's that one. Is it Courageous, maybe? I don't know. It's not even in the top ten, so it's probably a good thing that I didn't see it, Uh, which was sucky (laughs) because I really wanted to see it. Well, anyway, I I was like, all right, I'm going to go see this movie. It's going to be awesome. Like I saw the trailer for it, and I'm like, that movie looks great. I'm going to go see it. And up until the minute I was ready to leave. I was really, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to the movies. I don't want to. You got
0: you got pre-buyer's remorse somehow. I did, yeah.
1: That's uh, that's you know, and and it's happened a lot in the last couple of months. There just hasn't been anything that I want to go out of my way and see. I did find. I think I said this last week. I did finally see Captain America, which was phenomenal. I thought that was really good. Yeah, Um, that's great. But nothing is just, and I don't even know next month what's coming out. I think there's a couple that that are
0: piquing my interest i don't know off the top of my head right um jen and i i mean we have to i mean we're on a budget so we have to and movie prices are not the, the most affordable that they've ever been so we well, have to actually you, you go have, through and...
1: you have two kids i have two kids right uh so that that does make it difficult um and to go out by yourself, sometimes, you know, if any married person is listening or someone that's in a, in a any kind of relationship, sometimes it's nice just to get out and go by yourself and just right. not listen to
0: anybody and kind of lose yourself, whatever. Right. Um, well, I mean, we have to go through and look at, you know, we have to sit down and crack open Wikipedia and look at film for 2012 and like look at everything kind of pre-plan ahead of time. We want to see this, we want to see this, we want to see this, you know, so we know ahead of time, like when stuff's coming out, the big stuff that we really want to see. I mean, it's bad that it's gotten to this point because there was a point where if it it even looked good, it would be like, okay, let's go to the theater. And now it has to be like, well, this is a guarantee trip to the theater. This is a maybe, this is a... eh. I used
1: to do, like I'd go opening day, like to see a movie. And now I wait even if it's something I really want to see if I even go see it at all I wait until after the weekend so I can hear from friends what they thought like I don't trust rotten tomatoes anymore I think they're right. they're uh they, at one time I thought were really uh, uh spot on with their reviews and the freshness and rotten you know scores right. now they've given some movies that were just the shits like posit- like they're they're certified fresh I'm like really right. this movie was horrible right um so I think Rotten Tomatoes is losing a little bit of its credibility in my book anyway. Right. Um, Let's see. I'm, I'm, I actually got the, the,
0: Um, by the way, for me, I was, I was just going to say, I, uh, I've been burned by opening day movies. The last opening day movie I went to see was a very long time ago. I, uh, Was waiting outside in line. And a line, by the way, that went outside of the theater. Really? Yeah. Standing with my brother in the cold for Batman and Robin. Oh. Opening day. Poor bastard. (laughs) I've been burned and I've never been to an opening Uh, day since. Man, that's terrible. That's, yeah. That's terrible. The
1: last, like, midnight movie I went to. Kelly and I went and saw Fast and the Furious Five or okay. Fast Five, yes. and uh, we walk in and like we it's it was a pretty packed theater, but it was a very young crowd. Right. Sorry, I muted my microphone. Um, not the first time, not the last. <laughs> uh, we walked in and it was a very young crowd and. Uh, We felt really old and just kind of we were just laughing about it like, oh, my God, because people were like cheering and clapping. And it was like, it's a Fast and the Furious movie, you know. So, uh, you know, it was it was weird. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So for November, we've got Tower Heist, which starts today, which actually looks pretty funny. I'll probably go and check that out. I I'm on the fence about it. I really like Eddie Murphy. I really like Ben Stiller. Um, We'll see, though. Uh, I don't don't know. Harold and Kumar's Christmas, which I, I've liked the first two quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will see this, whether I see it in the theater or not. That's for me. Right. I, I don't think I'll go see that. Um, next weekend, we've got The Immortals
0: coming out, Jack and Jill. Um, By the way, uh, in a weird opening, because um, we – Normally just do the what's opening today and talk about who we think is going to top the box office, but there's a weird opening on November 9th for Leonardo DiCaprio's J. Yeah, Edgar. Yeah, I just
1: saw that, J. Edgar, on uh, on a Wednesday.
0: Oscar bait is what yeah, it sounds like well, to me.
1: Yeah, they're trying to meet that beat that deadline. Um, I think November is going to be a, a really big month for movies.
0: Um, as, as far as quality goes or as far as like box office?
1: Box office. I don't know about quality. Uh, definitely box office. The two that jump out at me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: actually the three, four that jump out there. Oh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. There's five movies that are going to clean up, and that's uh, The Muppets. Yep. Hugo. Arthur Christmas. Yeah. The Twilight Saga. That thing is just a juggernaut. And then Happy Feet yeah. 2.
0: Um, so, like it or not, like it or not, fellows, the, uh, the Twilight films, big, big moneymakers.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I know we're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves cause we usually just do this, like you said, a week at a time, but right. um, just, just kind of ties after, in after the,
0: such a poor October though, we have yeah,
1: to, we've got to, we've got to have <laughs> something to talk about. And then there's a, a bunch of other movies that are coming out that I have no idea. I've never, I, you know, a lot of
0: foreign movies, you know, mm-hmm. not wide releases by any means. Right. Um, the son of no one. Yeah, you know. the other f word. Well, that that apparently came out two days ago. But yeah,
1: and then December. I don't. I, I'd hate to get this far, but what the hell? We're already into the end of November. Well,
0: Tintin's coming out in December. 10. That'll be a big one. Sherlock Holmes sequel is coming out then as well. Um, I'm not sure what else is coming out in December. Yeah,
1: so I mean, it just goes back to what we were saying about the trends of the year. December and November are. T- or usually two of the biggest months of the year, um, you know, billion dollars last year for each month. Um, yeah. You know, so I don't think Hollywood, even with the, even with the shitty month that they had in October, Hollywood's not really hurting by any means for cash. No, so I can't say I feel bad for him by any means. No. Um, you know, and then, and there really wasn't any good. Usually you get like a paranormal activity toppled with like a saw or something that that does right. you know a hundred million each for the month or over a hundred million each for
0: the month. So Paranormal it, Activity three did okay, but there was really no companion movie to that. Right, the there wasn't no one yeah, well.
1: to help it. Yeah, the, to help it keep the the box office afloat.
0: Um, no, we're gonna add Jason in. Oh it yeah, I like just made just, it. just popped up. Hey Jason,
2: what's going on?
0: Oh, not too much. We just got done kind of talking about how terrible this month was box office wise and kind of pretty much everything else wise news wise it was terrible for movies it, anyway
3: yeah,
0: it, <laughs> it, it
1: was really it's really geeky for us to be talking about the numbers the bottom yeah. line is is the movies that came out in october were horrible i mean there i don't think there was one movie that really with the, and i can't say that uh puss in boots i haven't seen but there was nothing that was
0: really driving the masses to the movies so right and nothing yeah. that particularly made me want to go i mean no, everything
2: not really not for me
0: yeah, I mean everything that everything that came out, I saw Real Steel and and that was about it. I wanted to see Moneyball but haven't seen that yet. Yeah, but I kind
2: of did thing... want to see Moneyball and I kind of want to see like Real Steel, but I wasn't too tempted to actually go out and yeah. throw down the money.
0: I mean, as a baseball as a baseball nerd, Moneyball was is high on my list even if it is about the Oakland A's. I still uh yeah. it's, a, it's a good it's a good story. Um, you know, I I know, I don't know. I I feel totally totally fine watching that movie cuz our 2006 Tigers beat that 2006 Oakland A's team. So doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, well, so like f- just, just a quick, uh, to
1: finish this topic up, December sure. is stacked. I mean, yeah. the adventures of Tintin, the darkest hour girl with the dragon tattoo, mission impossible. Uh, mm-hmm. we bought a zoo Warhorse, Sherlock Holmes, another Alvin and the chipmunks.
0: Yep. Uh, that'll do, that'll do a lot of money. You know, New Year's Eve,
1: like every Sands, the first weekend of, uh, December, the rest of the weekends all have movies that are going to make over a hundred million dollars just in the month, you know, without without question. So, you know, it'll rebound. Boo hoo! Hollywood only made six hundred and fifty million dollars three hundred fifty million dollars
0: this month. I'm crushed. No, it'll rebound. It was just a it was just a lame month for us watching yeah. the watching the news waiting for something cool to happen it's like boy uh, did we
1: take a did we really pick a crappy month to start doing podcasts about <laughs> hollywood <sighs> well i mean like?
0: we're, we're well I, well i know Blame blame me but i you know we're on the i mean we're on the cusp of cool stuff um yeah i mean i don't know it's it's a we, we just caught some bad luck i think is what it is <laughs> i mean i got i got
3: some bad up. luck
0: I mean, I got psyched today because uh, Peter Jackson released another production video for The for the Hobbit, but yeah. unfortunately it was about 10 minutes of them talking about how they're shooting it in 3D, which yeah. is good for people who like 3D, and obviously that's the right way to do a 3D movie, but since I'm not particularly interested in 3D and will probably go see it in 2D anyway, yeah. um, you know, 10 minutes of that was, you know, uh, I mean, it was cool to see. I mean, they literally had like 8 million cameras, uh, and they showed you exactly how they shoot it in 3D, and they have to use mirrors, and they use two different cameras, one to represent each eye, and yeah. things like that. Really cool to see the process of how they do it all. Uh, they were even doing really nerdy stuff, like uh, all the concept art was see, being that, drawn that, that's in 3D. The kind of
1: stuff I like. I really dig, like, like that, I, I watched that today after I saw you would post it. Mm-hmm. They drew the pictures. It, I like that technical stuff. It's like it fascinates me, and I mean that's just my background in and and movie making. But <coughs> excuse me, I, I find it really interesting.
0: Um, I mean, it's just super nerdy. They they drew the concept art one <laughs> red, one completely blue, and then overlay them together, and you can put on the old fashioned 3D glasses and look at the concept art in 3D. And you know, th- I mean that just that sort of thing was was crazy, and it was also just wacky to see like. Orcs and hobbits and Gandalf wearing 3D glasses behind the scenes watching their (laughs) watching their scenes. Just that in general was weird.
1: The cool thing about that is though, it gives me hope for this 3D production. Like I will go pay to see it in 3D because they're taking the time to do this. Okay, how is this going to look in 3D? It's not going to look too good. Well, then we need to figure out a way to make it look good. It's not just hey, let's do three, let's shoot it in 3D because we'll make an extra ten bucks per person.
2: Right. Uh, For me, for uh, 3D, it's got to be done well for me to order to see it. Like, I hate the ones where they just take 3D and they start throwing stuff at you. They're like, whoa, look oh. out. I mean,
0: Harold and Kumar, yeah, they're, they're doing that on
2: purpose, but... I mean, uh, yeah, that's, that's, the that's last part time of I actually the gag. A 3D movie that actually looked decent would be the Avatar.
0: Avatar was good in 3D, yeah. Yeah, we had
1: talked about that a couple of shows ago and gotten to the whole 3D thing. And it's just, <laughs> you know, when is this
0: due out? Uh, the Hobbit is there' sp- next Christmas
1: or the Christmas after
0: uh, Christmas two thousand and twelve for the first half and they 're doing they 're splitting it into two so it 's two thousand and twelve and then two thousand and thirteen for both parts respectively i think they're they 're really uh, focusing heavy on getting all of the elements of the book, but i know they 're also uh, they also took this as an opportunity to kind of do a i guess a class reunion of the original Lord of the Rings films and are including scenes that aren 't in Tolkien's book, but are, you know, kind of uh, gave them the leeway to put, you know, uh, Elijah Wood back in there and some hey, other... Isn't
2: he playing Bilbo or something like that?
0: Uh, no, no, Elijah Wood's going to play Frodo, but oh. they're going to do... A, yeah, apparently they're going to do... I guess the excuse they're doing is they wanted to get Ian Holm to play old Bilbo again, and they wanted Elijah Wood in there as Frodo. Just, I get, like I said, just because I think... Kind they're of to- wanting...
1: tie them all together.
0: Right, and I think they were going to do, like, a prologue with... Bilbo reading his story to Frodo because it's you know they reveal that it's Bilbo who wrote The Hobbit or whatever that was Mm -hmm. his story and then Frodo's story was The Lord of the Rings so it's uh supposed to be a prologue I'm guessing obviously before Lord of the Rings takes place so um but you know and you would think by the way they did they did some good work with uh the the makeup and stuff because you'd think Gandalf would look uh, a great deal older since those movies are a little bit older now but Mm -hmm. you know they did they did uh Superb job with makeup. Actually, they had to do crazy stuff with makeup because the way 3D uh, deals with colors and things like that, like some of the forest would have like purple and other shades like that in it. Yeah. But in but you know filmed in 3D, it dims those hues a little bit. So
2: Gandalf's a wizard. He's supposed to look old.
0: Uh, oh, I know that Schmidt, but. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I was just, I was just saying they did a, you know, a good job of making him not look older than he yeah. should, because obviously this takes place before Lord of the Rings. They don't want him to look give long. him a few
2: less wrinkles.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the CG magic. Shorten up his beard. And they did talk put a little bit. A uh, touch of gray. Yes. Well, I don't think you have to put in a touch, but no, they talked about the uh, the forty eight frames per second as well, which is the other uh, leap forward that they're doing. The uh, the large jump in frame rate. Uh, So we'll see how that also I'm I'm
1: curious to know if I I know the answer right now is no, but what are they going to do to show these movies? I mean, to really show them how he intends them to be shown. I know. uh, Right. Who what movie was that where uh, the director went to like AMC as a company and was like, this movie needs to be shown at this brightness You know, and was really meticulous about it. It was just a. It was oh, it was uh, Transformers. Yeah, uh, Dark of the Moon. Uh, Mm -hmm. Michael Bay went to him and said, "This is how this movie has to be shown, or I'm not showing it. I'm not giving it to AMC to show." Right. Um, And uh, the equipment. I I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you're Mm going to display a 48 frame per second. I. I I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it'll. It'll be cool. I'm excited because it's. It's. It's all new. I mean, it's. It's something. We've never seen before. So, well, I
0: mean, according according to to Peter Jackson, uh, you know, he said that people told him it looked like where the movie screen was that they had cut it out, and you were instead looking at real people. You know, it didn't like look a, like like a play, watching. like going to see a play, right? That would be creepy, actually, if that's how it looks. <laughs> but that would be terrifying to me. But um, no, I mean, I, I'm interested. I, I'm definitely interested. Um, I, I guess it's supposed to kind of keep a bit of that. Uh, 24 frames per second kind of look because obviously it's not, um, you know, it's not going to look like real life, like the person standing next to you, but it's a higher, um, uh, multiplication of 24 frames per second. So you know, I, I, it's supposed to look clearer, I guess. The picture is supposed to be, uh, you know, sharper and things like that. And apparently, the word I heard was that the 3D uh, was not as headachey for some people. I guess that was a big yeah. Comp- and I, that's what
1: I was. I'm, I'm just thinking to myself. I wonder how that's going to affect the 3D shooting in 48 frames. I wonder if it'll enhance it, or um, it certainly can't hurt it. Right. Um, so I, I, it'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm pretty stoked.
0: Okay. Well geez, Jason kind of threw us all off our game here a little bit by oh, just sort of hopping in, in the middle of things here. I sort of lost track of what we were actually talking about.
1: Oh, uh, we were um, talking about Shitty October.
0: <laughs> yes, we were. Um is there, uh, uh, was there anything going on T V wise? I, I didn't other than catching other than catching um uh Walking Dead again and uh, I missed almost all of Terra Nova and I watched House, but that was literally all of my tv watching although i i, I will say uh, happy to announce the return of my netflix on on monday so i can go yeah, back yeah. what you was, can you can finally
1: watch black dynamite
0: i was very very happy about that it, it took a while but the new ps3 shall arrive on monday and back to the netflix i go so i can at least catch up on some of that stuff and we can maybe do like a have a discussion once a week about uh Particular things on Netflix and this way I won't feel all left out about it, because yeah. uh, there's gems in Netflix that people. We we talked about this last week, but people complain about how oh, there's a lot of stuff on there that nobody knows. But as you said, Joe, that's part of the fun is yeah finding new stuff.
1: Well, maybe we can do something along the lines of our 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 own individual pick of the weeks. You know, we yeah. Can, hey, that'd here's a great. pick
0: <laughs> that'd be awesome. A week
1: from Anthony, from Joe, from Jason. Blah blah blah. I Whoever think that might be stuff. fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, and, I'm then, and, then of, and then out of ma- and then then maybe out of those five we all agree or out of however many people make a pick we right. all have to agree to watch it and then you know we can discuss it all as a as a big geeky group
0: yeah it'd be like a book club
1: but without yeah. books just like, who needs those like oprah's
0: book club <laughs> without book the gayness yeah it'd be, it'd be perfectly it'd be exactly like that books estrogen, for Wait estrogen
1: free book club oprah yeah. book club um there yeah
0: so issues. tv wise um nothing really i mean nothing was you Again, know it's the halloween is it? Is it because of halloween that it just slows down normally or well
1: i mean it's you know you have the fall season starts and then what else i mean yeah right. okay we could talk we can discuss what episodes were good and blah 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 but there's, right. there's nothing new starting as far as like a new show i know last friday gold rush Alaska started, and I really like that show. It's on uh, Discovery, I think, and uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about this show. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about this show, but it's the premise last season. It's about a father and son that live in Alaska and, uh, or upstate Oregon, one of the two. Uh, Upstate Oregon, I believe. Yeah, that's what it is. They take a game. They're out of work. They have like seven or eight friends that are all unemployed and have been just slaughtered by the economy. Um, They decide they're going to go gold mining up in in the Alaska gold country, I guess. And they they kind of don't know what they're doing. And they go up there and they get really close. They don't make it last season. They didn't make you know, but a little bit of money, nothing to hoot and holler about. And um, it was just a really captivating show. It kind of captures the uh, the the adventurous spirit of Americans, and you know, it makes you feel good that there's you know these you you root you really root for these guys despite their flaws and their, their annoyances because they do kind of annoy you a little bit and some of the characters uh, but overall you just you just want to see these guys do good because everybody knows somebody right now that is unemployed or has been hit hard by the economy and it, you know you, you just want to see somebody out there you know some somebody that's not already part of the one percent quote unquote Make right, it, right. you know. You know, hey, we we just made the club. We're in the one percent now. All right, good for you, man. Um, <laughs> right. You know, so it's it's a really it's a great show. I mean, it's got it's drama, it's got excitement. You know, it's got all the elements that make good reality TV. Right. Um, and you know, of course, being reality TV, some of it's not real. You know what I mean? But oh, right, uh, right. I'm it's sure a, in the back it's a pleasing... behind the
2: scenes, they're like telling them to do certain stuff that they normally won't do. The,
1: at, well, at the end of the day, you know. Because you're on TV, you have to get paid. Mm -hmm. So these guys are making money from the TV show. How much, you know, there's a scale amount that you have to get paid because of the union and all that. But, um, you know, they could be just giving these guys scale. Um, I I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Um, But it's a good show, and I I definitely would recommend it to everybody out there. Um, You can watch it on on the website. I think you can watch all of last season and even get caught up on the last episode from – the beginning of this season, just like I said, started Friday. You can watch it. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I know I mentioned last week I like to watch Revenge on Wednesday night. It's a good show. Right. Um, I haven't watched it this week yet. Uh, got i got to say TV. I'm
0: looking forward to uh, Hell on Wheels, too. That's going to be starting on AMC after uh, um, Walking Dead. And that has everything I enjoy, which essentially is a gritty, old-timey look, post-Civil War era, that sort of stuff. Um, and it's also got, uh, Cole Meaney in it, who I absolutely think is awesome. Um, who is that? Uh, Cole Meaney is, oh my God, uh, if I try to, he, he's always, uh, he's, he's almost always a character actor. Okay, um, he's one of those
1: guys where you know him from everything, you just can't really Yeah,
0: remember. yeah. I mean, he, he was, he was in, uh, you know, Star Trek The Next Generation, he was in The Conspirator, that just came out last year, he was in, uh. Uh oh God, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think when I try to think of a movie with him in it, I think of like fifty movies uh that he was in. His last name? He was um M E A N Y. Uh I think he was in Con Air Uh as well, so
1: <laughs> Let me take a look here. I'm I'm Wikipediaing him right now. Okay.
0: We're gonna just start adding people in all of a sudden. He's one of those people actors are... that is randomly like to show up. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> and Dan is on the show now. Hey, and <laughs> how much longer is this even going on for? Uh, about another half hour, and Nick is here. Hey, hey. oh, funny time! Hey, up, we guys? don't quite have we don't quite have six, but it's getting. Um, there. Yeah. I
1: I am proud to say that I was on time today, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah,
0: jo- Joe is here for the start. Well, four Joe- episodes I'm sleeping. Well, four episodes,
1: worse. five episodes in, and I finally make one on time. Uh, yes, yeah, I, got the Mane, I, I definitely contact you. I definitely know who Colm is. He plays the douchey guy, in uh, Conair. Yes, he gets
0: his car towed. He's been in. Yeah. he's been in everything. Yeah. I mean, just character actor that shows up everywhere, does his job, kind of in the background, and nobody really remembers him. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that he was, he had a, a larger role in in a couple of Star Trek series. I wouldn't recognize him either because he just blends in. But dude's doing; uh, a good, he
1: has got a good career for himself, though. He's he's uh, been in a lot, working steadily since 1981. So good for him.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, Jason, you did. Uh, Jason started posting some stuff on the website lately, which is nice to see somebody other than me and Joe doing stuff on the site. So that rules. <laughs> uh, it's been oh, some sorry. video games. St- it's been some video game stuff. So, and people have been. Uh, asking me kind of a lot about more video game talk. Um the first thing I do want to mention, uh how many of you guys saw the trailer for Grand Theft Auto five that just came out. I did. I did. I have not so, seen it yet. Oh, oh no, sir. Cit.com slash grand dash theft dash auto dot V dot dash trailer. This terrible URL. I'm
2: gonna go to uh Video games, and you go right to the trailer from there.
0: Yeah, Jason... Or, uh, or you can just turn the- on your
3: 360.
0: Right there too. <laughs> or <so> you <laughs> could just turn on your 360, but we're trying to drive some traffic to the site, Dan. Yeah, we're, we're trying,
1: trying to-, to drive sa- traffic to cinemageekly.com, please. Well,
2: I'm
0: watching <laughs> it right now as we speak, so...
2: Are you, are are you
1: watching-, watching it on no, cinemageekly.com, though?
0: That's where you should do it. No game. No gameplay footage or anything like that, at least I don't think. It looks like it was all just uh, cinematics. The
1: Grand Theft um, like, Auto franchise is awesome, though, and a, I was reading an interview with the, uh, I guess the, the co-owner or co-CEO of Rockstar, and he said mm-hmm. the script for this game was like a thousand pages long, and that is insane. Like, yeah, that is a that that is like
0: <laughs> for anything really. That's how, insane. How There's not that much material.
1: Well, I'm sure they whittled it down, but to to even oh, have a, a a first draft that's a thousand pages. Most yeah. movies don't even go across two hundred or three hundred pages, right so uh,
0: no they are uh, they're they're talking about the game having uh, uh, I guess where you're going you're going to be playing as multiple characters to, to get through the story yeah, so. I don't
1: know how I feel about that. what I wish they'd do is I wish they'd make a Grand Theft auto vice city 2
0: yes right
1: because Vice city was for me my favorite one um, but whatever i mean i'll definitely get this like i said i'm a fan of the franchise cinematics looked amazing yeah, I have to say, yeah, really. what it looks sucks though incredible. anthony is that you know we were talking at the at the top of the show how october there was no movies to go see so there's really not much to talk about right <laughs> so we jump into grand theft auto 5 which is kind of really a vague like they show you this trailer with no yes. other details no no release date <laughs> You no know, gameplay footage so it's kind of like okay did you see it? did you see the trailer yeah it looks great and then you know we kind of have to
0: <laughs> now we're going to have to wait for m- months cuz who knows i mean it could it could be another year before that game comes out for all we know I 2013 looking, of it
1: i i am definitely looking forward to modern warfare 3 next week oh um,
3: yeah i've been playing battlefront or uh, battlefield battlefield
1: yeah you know i'm not a big fan of battlefield i've got a i've got a lot of Friends that swear by it. Um, it's a little too. and This sounds dumb because it's a game, but a little <laughs> too complex for my liking. Like I like right. to just get my. Contro- I like to mash buttons, and that's it. You know, right, right. I'm definitely a button masher.
0: Um, this showed up in the uh, the briefs that I posted today, by the way, because um, Battlefield Three, obviously, that's um, an EA property, and I and I guess they're trying to jump in and get a piece of the. I as I as I coined it, the piece of the uh, Call of Duty pie, but. Um, I guess the the numbers released by uh, the the Xbox Live blog said the online play for uh, for both Call of Duty uh, for Modern Warfare two and for Black Ops more people were playing both of those games than anybody playing Battlefield three. So for
3: what Black Ops? Uh,
0: for Black Ops and for Modern Warfare Which, two, more people are playing both of those. It, that doesn't that 3. doesn't
1: surprise yeah. me. Battlefield three is a it, it's visually stunning. Again, it's not like right. Cup of tea because it, it, it's just too hard to. There's too many controls to get things done. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. It, it'll, make, I, it'll, so, it'll make a ton of money, and I'm not knocking the right. franchise because I haven't really spent too much time playing it. I tried to, and I was like, eh, uh, I don't want to have to get out an algebra book to learn how to play a game. Um, right.
0: There's realistic, and then there's realistic.
3: Yeah. yeah the story the, is, I think the story is better than Modern Warfare 2, though. I didn't like the story of Modern Warfare 2, or most likely 3. I,
1: I liked the story of modern Modern Warfare, the, the continuation of the three. Um, I didn't like Black Ops' storyline. I thought Black Ops sucked. I, I overall, Black Ops has got me through like the last. Well, it has bridged between Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare Two and Three as far as something different to play. Uh, however, I it's nowhere near close to
0: being on yeah. the top of the heap for the franchise for the Call the of Duty multiplayer. Now, here's an for off-topic on-topic question. Here's a, here's an on-topic, off-topic question then. Uh, I would, I would then, (laughs) don't, don't question me on my own podcast, sir. Uh, No, there is a, (laughs) I was going to presume that seeing uh, multiple Brian Wilson Taco Bell commercials where he says Black Ops uh, does not make you want to play the game more because uh, it made me want to play the game even less and I don't even own it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. You know, I don't. I wonder if Black that's Ops, in relation. Is say, that a coin there phrase? There are really now? good things about Black Ops. Um, the maps the got bigger. The, the, <laughs> the maps got a lot bigger, which was cool. Um, that was the problem with Modern Warfare Two: is the maps were a little smaller when you're playing online. The maps got bigger. Um, the graphics, I thought, weren't as good. But I mean, yeah, it, it's work. a good it's a good game. But in comparison to, uh, I, I, let me put it this way it's a good game, but I don't think it's worthy of a call of duty title.
0: Um, right. But nonetheless,
3: and they made the purse really um, hard to upgrade. Ugh.
0: There's a couple of other pieces of news I good wanted to games. run through real quick. Uh, any, uh, Joe, you don't necessarily strike me as an RPG kind of guy. Um,
1: I used to be, but then, uh, yeah, it just kind of it, it got a little repetitive for me. I know like world of Warcraft I've played, um, Ever EverQuest I played, but it just got like okay now what you know I I can only do right. so much and I just kind of
0: eh. now my brothers I have three brothers that love those two games so classic classic RPGs are coming from Square Enix they they're announcing between uh, November eighth and December sixth that they're going to be uh, they've been doing this a lot lately actually they've been putting old RPG games. On uh, the PlayStation Network, and I guess between okay, uh, yeah. November and December, they're putting uh, Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy V and 6, Which, by the way, the only Final Ooh, Fantasy Chronos game I've Cross. ever played. Yeah, I've heard Chrono Cross was really good. Uh, Final Fantasy,
2: Chron- Final Fantasy VII, the kinda, only Final uh, Fantasy
0: game I've ever played. You so. should get Final
2: Fantasy 6. It, it is, in my opinion, the best. Yeah. See, so we have is RPG that the, people uh, here. Kefka? Yes, yeah, yeah, Kefka. See, yeah, I. I, I yeah. uh, oh, now we're going way over yeah, everybody's. I, you head. guys, you guys Kafka. might as
1: well be talking in <laughs> Japanese because. My, uh, my, I have two brothers specifically that really dug the Final Fantasy franchise, <laughs> and like whenever they turned it on, it was like, well, I guess I'm done with the video games for the night. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I just, I never really got into the the fa- the franchises. So
0: RPG, RPG is the one area where I, even I feel like I'm way over my head. Where people are like, how do you feel about Mulinar's upgrade? And then you know, I'm the third disc of, and I'm just lost.
1: My buddy Mark, like, he's a big. Uh, <laughs> My buddy Mark's a big Legend of Zelda fan, and you know I, I love Zelda. I Zelda. Just, I yes. think Zelda. Ever, they, those are the games that didn't. I, I like shooters. I'm a big shooter. Like I, mm-hmm. I you know, I gotta have a gun.
2: I'm um, the opposite of you. I hate shooters, and I'm big on like Zelda. And I'm not even huge on RPGs so much. But like um, Final Fantasy VI was just one of those games I played on the uh, Super Nintendo. It was seriously one of the best games to come out for the console.
0: Speaking of, has anybody uh, played the GoldenEye the uh, the remake? I know they remade it for Wii, but they've also released an Xbox and a PlayStation uh, three okay. version, which is getting high, high, high marks. I have for, I've never uh, played
1: that game, period. But what from what I understand, it's like the greatest game ever.
0: <laughs> I love I love it. I've never I've never watched a James Bond movie ever. Just gonna admit this right now. Never seen one ever. But I played GoldenEye because a friend had it and became obsessed with the game. It was a it was a great first person shooter. And apparently they've kind of just gone through, HD'd it up a little bit, made it look uh, a lot nicer, kept a lot of the same elements of gameplay, uh added, you know, added some modern things to it, but apparently, according to the reviews I've read, they did it in a way that complemented the game and didn't detract from it in any way. Um. Apparently, it was essentially that, a reboot like, you know, that they did really well.
1: Like WCW versus the World is considered like the greatest wrestling game of all time. Yeah. Um, you know.
0: Or Revenge. Is that
1: which is was, that, is that uh, whichever? There's one one of those WCW games is considered like the best ever. Um. So yeah, I mean, I like six, I said, what
2: are I'm
1: games? I'm like you know I'm I'm waiting for the day that Mega Man comes out on PlayStation Three. I know it probably will never happen.
0: You got to buy a Wii for that. Yeah, yeah. There is a, there was a Mega Man yeah, downloadable was game, much. was there not? Was that yeah, it was one man? of
3: those retro ones? Yeah, one yeah. Of the retro
1: ones they made. Oh man, I got, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I remember uh, Back in the
2: day when Goldeneye, like every party I went to, everyone was playing it. But, yeah. And all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, Xbox came out with Halo, then that just took over everything.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Halo became the first-person shooter of of choice for many years, and then it kind of, you know, it's evolved from there. I mean, Halo, I'm sure, is still really popular, but it seems like all everybody talks about now is, Call of Duty. Duty. Duty.
2: Yeah, Call of Duty came out and and just took Halo away.
0: Halo remake's
2: coming out. Because, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen, like, a lot of now, it's like, Halo's kind of, like, more for, like, kids and stuff, and, like, the uh, Call of Duty games are for more (laughs) grown-ups and shit. Um,
3: cuz of the customization they did. You
2: know, and Jason, by the way,
0: uh, we're not going to go uh too deep into it here, but uh for those of you interested cuz there's this uh the Elder Scrolls 5 game is coming out, another RPG. Uh if you're interested, Jason just wrote up a really long ass kind of preview <laughs> for the game. Um really long ass with with all sorts of nice pictures and everything. Where can we uh, find that at? really in depth and you can find that sir cinemageekly dot com oh, just excellent, uh, excellent. um it's it's actually right at the right at the bottom of the page is the most recent post, but you can just go ahead and click on video games too go to that section and it's its first post in there, so <laughs>
2: yeah, I did a little um, work on that
0: it looks like it sir it was very a very long and detailed article not not too long didn't read long, but <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Uh, you know uh, a a well thought out article sir well if, if
1: anybody out there listening is on the PlayStation network you can find me at hans gruber 78 just send me a friend request chances are i uh, won't accept it but uh,
0: <laughs> well there goes my friend request
1: but nonetheless if you jump into a game with me i'm going to i'm going to destroy you at call it
0: there was uh, one topic i wanted to bring up real quick like but uh, i'll do that in a second cuz there was one thing and it's terrible because we we sort of finished talking movies a little bit ago but what was the name of that movie that we were talking about off off air? It was uh, Project X, you said it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I need to post that to the site. It's uh, uh, Todd Phillips who directed uh, the Hangover movies and mm-hmm. several other really good comedies. Todd, Todd Phillips has yet to let me down. Um, okay. They launched. The, they set out this trailer today. It's a movie called Project X. Um, the trailer definitely gives off a horror vibe. Uh, it's shot from like a handheld camera, you know, like a, a Blair Witch type deal. Um, hmm. But it's, I don't know, and no one knows. Like I, I googled it and was like, when is this coming out? This looks good. Uh, it's essentially the story is about three kids, seniors in high school. They're apparently like the geeks, and you know, not they're not in the popular crowd. Um, they decide to. You know, they say, "Fuck it, we're going to throw a massive party and try to change people's perceptions about us." Apparently, the party gets way out of control. They show one clip in the trailer where a car drives into their swimming pool. Um, so, but they, they, like I said, it comes off like a horror movie at the beginning. You think you're getting ready to see, like,
0: you know, but then it goes comedy sort of, or kinda.
1: But like, I was smiling while I was watching it. Right. I don't know <laughs> if it's because it was a comedy or just because I liked what I saw. Oh, uh, so I anyway I, I Wikipedia it and it had like a half a paragraph on there about it and I'm like son of a bitch. But uh, it comes out in March, I think March second. I would I'm gonna get it up on CinemaGeekly.com, get the trailer up there. Uh, cool, check it out. It looks pretty dope. Uh,
0: uh, so- yeah, I was uh, just talking about the found footage thing. I just the last review I did was for Apollo 18, which was found footage. Um, How was that? Was it any good? Yeah, uh, I. I want to let people know right now that I'm I'm probably never going to write a negative review. So if you're looking for like something where I trash it and call it a slap in the face of anybody who's ever liked movies, you probably won't get those kind of reviews out I, I of me. I did
2: notice you only gave it like what two
0: and a half. I gave it half. I gave it two, I gave it two and a half geeky glasses. Um, it was it was more like I wanted to really love it, but was kind of just let down. Mm-hmm. More more so just in the fact that the it it, it felt like you know it would. It had like extreme peaks and valleys. It wasn't like a, a nice, smooth, emotional roller coaster. It just felt like, oh, you hit a really high point, and then it just gets really dull for a while. And then uh-huh. it goes back up again. The last five minutes or so were tremendous, I thought, were the best part was the best part of the movie. And no, not because that was the end of the film. That wasn't why it was the best part. It was just really well done, and it sort of made me feel even worse. It's like, why couldn't the rest of the movie have been like that? And they went to so much trouble to make it look like that old kind of Apollo moon footage. Um, they really went to a lot of trouble to make it look like that. Did a great job as far as visually, but, uh, I mean, the acting and stuff wasn't even bad. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, they made it feel, it was almost like it was, uh, it almost they almost made it feel too real. Like there was just so much stuff that was just them not doing anything or things that weren't really all that important. Or, you know, there was like, a minute and a half of them brushing their teeth or something like that, uh, just so, you know I, stuff i 'm sure that they did to make it really feel like whoa, this really is you know real footage because why would any footage shoot,
1: yeah
0: why would anybody shoot them brushing their teeth for a minute and a half or whatever, but it sort of just fell flat. I mean I give them the filmmakers some props for for going in that direction, and it was all completely in this kind of like eight millimeter feel it was in the like the screen is sixteen by nine, but everything is kind of four by three in that little uh cropped off kind of, you know, eight millimeter looking kind of film. Well, that's cool. Um, at least
1: they, at least, you know,
0: it never went into like full resolution high def at any point like that. Yeah. Well, it all I mean, felt it, like it was, there, there's a
1: lot it. to be said for the attention to detail for that. I mean, that's, that's right. cool. That's commendable. They get, they get
0: huge props for that, well, but I mean, yeah, it was just well, like, I wanted it to be better. Just
1: to, and just to touch on something that you said, um, for all those listening, Anthony may not trash a movie. I will. I mean, you know, I can always usually find one, you know, some redeeming qualities, even in the shittiest right. of movies. But at the end of the right. day, if it's a piece of crap, it's a piece of crap. Right. I mean, to me, this was like, um, and, and I'm going to borderlining. Yeah. Teetering on the brink of crapdom.
0: Yeah. It's like, I want to give it three, but I just can't bring myself to it. There was just so much other stuff that made me just go, meh, at the end of the day, when I'm done watching it, if the, the feeling is. Uh, if I don't get the feeling of I really want to buy this or I could watch it again, if I really don't get that feeling, then to me it's got to be at least below three. But for me, three is the the teetering point of is it good? Is it not? Is it average? Well, it's like
1: we're in a position um, and well, I don't know right now because we're so young here at um, Um, (laughs) cinemageekly.com that Uh, the hope is is that some people will start coming to our site and checking it out or to Anthony's site and checking it out and saying, you know, Cinema Geekly gave it a good review. I'm going to go see that. And right. I don't want to make it sound like we're more important that we are. No. <laughs> but in a way, we have a responsibility to we, – We have, a, in a way, we have a responsibility to people to, you know, should you put your hard-earned money down on this movie? Mm-hmm. Because right. like I said earlier, times are tough. You know, the dollar is – People are pinching pennies, and to go out and see a movie, I mean, I'm certainly, I don't want to sound like I'm I'm a pauper by any means, but, um, you know, I do, you know, as a a family, you you have to watch your money, and, um, you know, it's, a lot goes into, you know, what am I going to do with my entertainment dollars this time, you know, and and, uh, I would hate for someone to say, hey, you gave this movie a good review, and it really sucked. I mean, that's going to happen, but it's not going to suck because, Uh, You're not going to like it because you know whatever. I I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) That's okay.
0: That's okay because I'm going to quickly run through the Blu-ray releases that are going to be for November 8th, and this way you can quickly talk about uh, your thoughts on uh, Jurassic Park, and uh, then we can bring up the one. And then we can bring up the one subject that I did in fact want to to bring up last week but couldn't so we're going to do that real quick but uh first the blu-ray releases for uh this upcoming November 8th. Uh let's see here we have uh well there's a couple movies I've never heard of before. Uh, Absence of Malice from Image Entertainment, uh Atlas Shrugged Part 1, Blue Velvet uh and Ooh, by the way a, that's a good movie. That is a good one. In, in case nobody has noticed uh from from last week's <laughs> it is. Uh, there's a boatload of Disney 3D movies that are coming out uh, on this list uh, for this week is uh, Bolt, Chicken Little, uh, and uh, Meet the Robinsons are coming out in Disney 3D. There's uh, the Cannonball Run that's coming out on Blu-ray. Nice. Uh, the Change-Up, which I think is Freaky Friday, but with guys, I think maybe. I, and
1: I actually heard that was really good.
0: <clears throat> I... I... Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, the uh, I was gonna let you uh, voice an opinion, but the, oh, the I was Fisher... just
1: gonna say I liked Ryan Ryan Reynolds, so and I like Jason Bateman, so I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. Uh,
0: the Collector, 1965 film, uh, the Fisher King, uh, Frankenhooker. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like yeah. it'll be. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, uh, looks like I looked over G Force in 3D <laughs> as well. My bad, G Force. Um, a lot of people are going to be upset that I didn't mention that. I'm sure uh, G- Gia, or it could be Gia too, or Gaia, because it's only three letters. So I, it could be any one of those things. Gia. Uh, uh, little, uh, little big man. Uh, 1970. Little big man. Uh, the river. Y, to die for? Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, Apocalypse uh, is coming out, and uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy, the uh, the internet TV show, is getting its Blu-ray release. Uh, what about the little computer animated one that came out? Over a decade ago. <laughs> I don't think that's coming out in high definition.
2: No, oh, man.
1: This week. I'd be I'd be interested in Cannibal Run. It just it really depends on what they did to it. Like, you know, it's like the three D thing. If you don't really if you're just slapping a movie onto Blu-ray, then it's really not worth getting. But if you if the studio takes time and, and puts effort into it, you can get
0: a really nice copy of it. Um so your thoughts on uh, the Jurassic Park Blu-ray set?
1: It is probably let's see. My my favorite thus far transfer to Blu-ray is the Godfather series. I mean, that's like right now uh, four movies that weren't filmed in HD. Um, right. That's probably the standard. Um, it's it's neck and neck with that. The, the sound, definitely I'd give it a five out of five. Uh, the picture on all three, and that goes from, this goes across the board. The right. picture on all of them, I'd probably maybe a four and a half, four. I mean, right. there's so much detail in just they they did a phenomenal I heard it really job. does
0: justice to the uh, to the animatronics and stuff. All the hard work that they did to the animatronics,
1: yes. To yeah. the to the CGI, it kind of exposes it how old it is. Um, but really, it's, it's, it's not something that distracts or, or takes okay. away from it. Um, like if you're
0: really looking out for it, you might. Yeah, notice it or yeah,
1: something, but. it's really really well done, and the detail is stunning. The sound is awesome. If you mm-hmm. and it, I'm I'm a Jurassic Park fan. Uh, If you enjoyed the movies, uh, just you like them, Uh, I I would highly recommend going out of your way to pick these DVDs up. If you didn't like them all, just buy the first one. Um,
0: They are releasing them individually, correct? Yes,
1: yes. I actually posted on my Facebook uh, when I got them in the mail. I was like, hey, I got my Jurassic Park trilogy in the mail. My little brother, who I told you guys about, went and saw the first Mm -hmm. one nine times with my dad. Yes. He said, "Well, two out of three ain't bad, or or, or one, <laughs> one. At least you'll enjoy a third of that, you know. So, uh, right. which you know, whatever. It, it, but." I'm not discussing the merits of the movie I'm discussing the right, right. Uh, visual and audio qualities of it and it's it's done really really well. Um you yeah. know Scarface is another one that's done really well. There there's a lot of them that the studios are really like the classics seem to be getting a, a lot of attention paid to as far as a good uh, treatment yes. Good treatment. Uh, another movie like the the standard for a long time the standard for Blu-ray adaptations was uh Oh, Casino Royale with uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because that one Daniel looked, Craig. Yeah, yeah, and that looks great. I mean, if you're not even a fan of James Bond movies, you got to get that one just to see it in HD. Because it's it's like, oh my god, this is right. Like if I had to pick one movie to show somebody in HD, it was right. that one. Now it's a toss up between Jurassic Park and uh, and The Godfather. Like, right. um, hey, you want to see what Blu-ray really is? This is the movie right. to show you.
0: And I think, well, I mean, and for I mean, and that's obviously a different category for movies that weren't, that weren't filmed in 3D. Or not 3D, but uh, HD, but uh, or with HD in mind, I should say, because um, we already talked about how that the full resolution for those films is much bigger than right. Well, normal even, HD, even but old, they weren't even an
1: old movie, you know, like that's right. fifty years old. It's... Isn't
0: going to have a crystal clear digital picture or whatever because it's got the. The film stock kind of look to it and everything like that as well. So and depending on how old the film stock is That's as the thing well. That's about
1: so. Jurassic Park and Godfather is they leave that grain in there. You know they mm-hmm. they clean it up a bit because what happens is they do a, a digital noise uh, reduction on it. It's a DNR filter. Um, yep. that takes away some of that, and if you apply too much of it, it actually makes it worse.
0: Yeah, it looks kind of you get like a kind of a blurry. Yeah. Anthony,
1: you you edit so you know you know what that. Yeah.
0: Yep does not look good.
1: <laughs> they, they, leave, they leave that grain in there and some people don't like that. They want it to be crystal clear. I like that cuz that's, you know, that's part of
0: I should uh I should mention that uh for the before we cause I'm getting off we're getting off topic again. We're probably going to go over a little bit here, but um for the the Reimagined Battlestar Galactica series, Ron Moore specifically added grain to the show cuz he thought it made it look, you know, you know, grittier and more um, more old timey film looking so there's uh in fact so much so that on every single first disc of each season there's about a minute twenty five second video of Ron Moore sitting in an editing bay, letting you know that yes, we put this digital grain in here to make the film look like that it wouldn't originally it 's not shot like that it doesn 't look like that originally. We put it in there there 's nothing wrong with your t v there 's nothing wrong with your blu ray player uh stuff like that. Because um, they you know they really grain, you know made it grainy looking, which I guess maybe if you watch it during the daytime looks w- looks pretty rough, but at nighttime it looks uh stellar, um, but yeah, a lot of people like that look to film and stuff because for most people that 's what it looked like when they watched it the the first time really so right,
2: right. yeah they 're starting to really do that in the music industry too i 'm sure if you noticed, like you the old record players they 'd be all kind of like that uh, like mm-hmm. grainy sound.
0: Yep. And then well,
2: clear then a lot of the old timers, they're now wanting to get that old sound back
0: to that analog, yeah, that yeah. analog sound back. Uh oh, we're talking about we're talking about music on the movie on the movie podcast. <laughs> sorry, <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> I was just no,
1: saying
0: yeah, The uh the one topic that I did want to bring up is uh we were Wanted. To, I wanted to mention it last week when we were talking about Netflix, but that sort of uh, we just ran out of time with so many people talking. And we're, and again, we have technically run out of time again. But we're going over because I'm not going to put it off for a third week. So um, no, the thing I wanted to mention uh, was the uh, how uh, wh- where the where the transformation is going to be taking place between uh, the the digital media and and the physical media because the number I keep hearing, maybe I only keep hearing this number because it's just a, a nice number to say, because um, it's not too close, but it's not too far away either. I always keep hearing, and I can't even imagine that it's possibly accurate at this point, but the number I keep hearing is, well, DVDs are going to be history in five years. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't feel like that's going to be the case. Uh, I don't to feel me, like it. To me, there's, I don't know, to me, there's, obviously, no one, I don't think anybody would argue that, that digital and going that way is obviously the the you know the the clear path to the future here. But I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting the feeling that there's just a lot of other hurdles to kind of overcome before you can before it's like well throw your DVDs away, folks. Uh, you know I don't know how do how do you guys feel about that? I'm not ready to well, a like, that.
2: I, like, I like my uh, physical media.
0: A lot
1: of people do. I was just getting ready to say I have a a, a good friend of mine um, that has a ton of and this is CDs in this instance and right. I'm like dude why don't you just get rid of them and put them on mp3s like I like to have my physical media and I can relate to that I like to have a box I like to have my dvds all alphabetized I'm I'm really anal when it comes to it I like right, to right. have it's all alphabetized um you know if something gets out of place my kids take a dvd I'm like put it back yes. where it goes Same um here. <clears> you know <throat> so uh, but there is going to come a day where we don't have that option anymore, and right. yeah. I think I'd be okay with that. I just want it to be a pleasant experience, right?
0: Um, I mean, I'm I'm cool with it. I think I think the hurdle that they're going to have to overcome right now is that people are going to expect the same kind of uh, the same kind of experience that you get when you buy uh, a DVD or a Blu-ray currently. Uh, if I go and buy, I'm just going to use, uh, any, per- somebody shout out a movie to me, any, any movie, just go ahead. And there's silence. <laughs> <laughs> or, Nobody America. can think of a movie go on the Tell movie us. podcast. Yes. <laughs> Goodfellas, Dan. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to go with Joe because who, who's watched Goodfellas, Dan? Hey, Nobody's hey, watched that I, movie. Hey. watched it. Hey, hey, that's a good movie. Come on. No, that's a, that's a, that's a joke. Hey. Clearly everyone has watched that movie. Uh, you call me a Clown? Uh, No, the uh, Captain... So we're going to go with Captain America. Um, You know, I go and buy the Blu-ray of Captain America, and short of me breaking the Blu-ray or the Blu-ray player breaking, I'm free to pop that disc in and just watch it whenever I feel like watching it at my own leisure until the end of time or until the Blu-ray player breaks or the disc breaks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have, like, a streaming service now, because right now movies are... um, if you were to get like a full 1080p download of a movie, it's a pretty hefty ass file right now. Uh, it's not like a, it's not like a good. Qu- I mean, well, I mean if you compare it to say like a song, which is like four megabytes. Um, well, you, you know, you, you think
1: need a Blu-ray is either there's BD twenty-five and BD fifty, right? Fifty gigs, yeah. yeah and the Fifty holds fifty gigs, and the twenty-five holds twenty-five gigs, and they they cram as much as they can on there. Oh. Um,
0: that's- but you you'd need you need a big like for right now for me to have my entire movie collection, I'd need a pretty big hard drive to store all of my movies on it. Um, I mean, because that's, you know, cause just because I have a big collection. Now, obviously, people are talking about, you know, cloud storage and things like that where you don't have, you know, it's Amazon has all of your movies for you and things like that, uh, which is also uh, fine. I don't know. I guess the problem I'm having with that is the um, the the hurdle you have to overcome there is well, what if I can't pay for Amazon anymore? Well, all of my my movies are all gone. What if I can't afford the internet anymore? All of my movies are gone. Whereas opposed to my Captain America Blu-ray, S-
1: several right. things are going to have to happen yes. before this comes to fruition. The the very first thing, internet speeds need to be yep. need to be faster. Kansas City's getting Google Internet, Google Fiber. We won the competition yes, um, and to to really well today Today it was uh, reported here in town and on the Wall Street Journal. Uh, it was a pretty big story. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, they're going to – there's a, a good chance that Google will also roll out their own uh, cable service, Time Warner Cable-type service. here. In, yeah. it'll, it'll be here in Kansas City first because they have the fiber network here. Um, mm-hmm. So that takes care. That's coming, you know. Soon, Google will be, I'm sure, everywhere. Time Warner's already up their speeds right. in my area to 50 megs. So, that is coming. Um, the second problem becomes: okay, do you do a streaming service? I don't. I I wouldn't like that myself because right. of the problems you said, Anthony. What happens if this? You know, there's so many different variables. Right. What I think will happen is solid state media. As far as like a you know internal flash drive, they have these solid state drives now. They're going to mm-hmm. get big, bigger in size. They're already at 500 gigs. Um, they're going to get considerably cheaper. There's no moving parts in there. You don't have to worry about it crashing. Right. Well, I, I, I would like to see something like that, okay, like an iTunes experience where I can download my movie. It's got the mm-hmm. artwork, the the, the description. Um, it's an easy user interface that I can scroll through uh, right. all all on my television. The a- Apple TV had the right idea. It was just a poor execution. Um, you know, and then you store it all at your house on a on a on a hard drive. Um, right. Like I said, it's going to take several different things. You're going to need bigger hard drives, faster speeds, um, mm. a, a better compression algorithm for the the film itself. Because, yes. like you said, right now a Blu-ray movie you can you can rip it down and compress it yourself. To right, be to, not getting
0: the quality, yeah. To around
1: seven gigs, but you're sacrificing quality. Um, yeah. It's still better than DVD, but if I uh, to get HD, I want HD. You know, I'm I'm right. not I'm not stepping backwards at this point. Right, I agree. Um, so it'll come. I I got to imagine as fast as technology moves. I'd say in the next five years, easy um, that it'll it'll be here.
0: Um, I mean, and we're also talking about uh, more affordable internet prices and things like that. Because I mean, you know, like I said, if uh, I mean, the one hurdle that still i the one that just keeps gnawing at me—is if I can't afford to pay, you know, internet connection, I can—I can no longer get movies, yeah, things and I like think that. That's
1: why you're always going
0: to see uh,
1: physical media available, uh, right? That technology will
0: eventually—it's
1: right. going to—it's going to stall,
0: you're, you're, right? You're, I mean, until I, I mean, I think we'd have to reach a, a, a point where the internet. Like, having access to the internet is as free for everybody as going to a store is. Mm -hmm. For people right now, anybody can go to a store, but not everybody can access the internet unless you... you I mean, you can if you go to, like, a library or something like that, but... Well, and then um, there's still a lot of areas that
1: don't even have internet, you know? Correct. Rural, I'm talking rural areas.
0: There's places uh, places with bandwidth bandwidth, uh, caps and things like that. Even in the United States, I think there's some places where they... Some ISPs are trying to put a cap on how much you can download or things like that because it, you know, even though I think bandwidth is ridiculously cheap, but, um, you know, even so, I think they're trying to put, uh, trying to put caps on that. I know in other countries there are definitely caps.
1: Yeah. Well, when you mention that, it just adds more, uh, right? Adds more uh, obstacles in the way of you know. Not only do you have to have faster internet, it needs to be uncapped. You got to have the storage. People have to have, you know, they'll roll it out. I think
0: it'll get there, yeah. Yeah, they'll just, roll it
1: out and they'll still have physical media for people. I think
0: five years might just be a convenient talking point number or something like that. Well, it'll no, be all- I
1: think five years, the person, the people that, that it'll, it'll, it'll roll out maybe 10 years, five to 10 years. It'll roll out. Some people will still take their physical media because they haven't fixed these problems with, you know, being able to get, internet out to the middle of nowhere or whatever the case
0: may be so they can still enjoy movies the well, no, I think that... the, oh, I was just going to say I think the talking point isn't necessarily that it won't be here in five years but that DVDs will be eight tracks in five years like they right. will you won't longer find a DVD Blu-rays will be DVDs to... now as DVDs are now right right so
1: yeah I mean it's it's a. Uh, it, I like my physical
0: media I, well, I don't I know then then
1: you got to look at the you, you get into uh, the political hurdles you know uh, correct lobbyists and for the internet, for capping against, ca- it's there's
0: a lot yeah. to to be a lot of standing in the there, way. Of there's making. a lot of
1: paperwork and red tape to cut before you can even begin to say, okay, let's start opening up bandwidth and let's yeah. get the media. You know that sh- that the technical aspects will be will far exceed what right. we need by the time government gets off their asses and figures it.
3: Right. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, out you're, as, I mean,
1: I feel. As as I mean, I feel. I feel your you expectations.
0: Or maybe we'll be looking at it.
1: maybe maybe be, maybe it'll be a hundred years. I don't know. Like I said, I'm getting I'm getting Google fiber the day it rolls out, guys.
0: So <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more we're like, oh the government's gotta get involved. And you're like, oh well, I don't know. Maybe well, this we'll won't before-
1: yeah, maybe this won't happen. Maybe we'll all- maybe, maybe before Maybe we might be it. Blu-ray, maybe Blu ray's where it's at, you know? China China'll actually get it before us. You know? We, we <laughs>
0: probably will. It may happen before the sun turns into a red giant. It's maybe. Right. Maybe not. Um <laughs> Now I think the uh, I don't know book book lovers I feel your pain man book people don't want books to go away they're they you know they just say look it's uh, there's just something about holding the book turning the pages things like that well, I mean comic book comic book paper people are saying the same thing getting why, paper cuts
3: why are books so like why are books so damn expensive like e-books I mean all it is is a file right Shouldn't oh they- I know
0: well they're trying to make their money the publishers got to get their cut the authors got to get their cut they
3: save money Amazon's the- got to get their Shouldn't they save money from uh, printing production, and production? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, also, it is—it's a file, and it's you know just being copied. With digital artwork and things. I don't like know, that, man. Yeah.
1: I got my iPad, and I don't even like—it's like magazines. What are those? Like, it's all digital now. It's great. Like, I'm yeah. you know I'm I'm wicked into that stuff. I'm I'm not one of those people right. that is like, oh, I need the book in my hand. I got my iPad in my hand, and I can flip the page with my finger, and that that's fine. Right. Know,
0: I think to me that's everything. different too because they make iPads and Kindles and things like that that are kind of book sized. Right, yeah. right. I, I don't think I don't know, for the life of me, it's like I think the iPad and, and similar tablets and things like that are great for, you know, on the road, at work, something like that, you want to watch something on in your downtime, but I don't know too many people that are like, Hey man, let's everybody come over to my house and let's watch uh the Avengers on my iPad. You yeah, know, that's no, like,
3: no. videos to Right, right. I think it's movies like, would be cheaper too because they they wouldn't have to, you know, do the DVDs and the cases and everything. And
0: I mean, I just don't ever think that sort of thing will be replaced. Um, people are still going to want that. I mean, Nick has a Nick has a projector in his basement. I don't think Nick wants to watch Ghostbusters, you know, on a on an iPad with all of his friends uh, on Halloween. No. Well, <laughs> well I, don't, I don't I don't
1: think that's the that's really. I mean, that's not that we all know. It's not really the point of an iPad or a laptop. Right, right. That's more personal use. Um, right, right. but you know,
3: Apple TV could make it that
1: way. Yeah. I, it's like I said, Apple had a great idea with that. And I was, you know, Apple usually hits home runs. Has um, there been
3: any talk
0: about the Google TV, by the way, before we close out the show, is there been any talk about what the, what they're like the business plan they're trying to do? Like what kind of service it is? Is it going to be like, I'll post you know, your, I'll,
1: I'll put that remind me to post that article and then to post a trailer on the dot But, uh, from what I from what I remember reading this morning, it's uh, you know it's basically going to be like Time Warner Cable or Comcast. Um, right. They have a lot of hurdles to clear as far as getting providers on board, um, which shouldn't so be hard. See. I mean, it's Google for Christ's sake. Um, Are we still
0: a long ways away from the my dream television system of being able to pick and choose the channels you want to you want to <laughs> pay? For?
1: <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't, it didn't say anything about that, but Google's the type of company that would make that an option, you know? A lot of people that, think
3: that's what Apple TV was going to be, if they made it right, where you could put apps on there, like, uh like, t- like channels could just bypass the cable companies and just, you know, put up like an app in the app store, and you would just have like TBS or something.
0: I mean, because I'm, I mean, I'm paying for all of my, my high def channels, but I I watch only, uh you know, a handful of them. And mostly, what I really like watching is just like my baseball in high def. But once baseball season's over, I'm just sitting there paying every month for. I'm like, why am I even paying for? Why why can't I just have baseball? And and I can't by the way either because uh, Major League Baseball does have a have a thing that you can get to watch all of the games, unless of course it's the team in your home market, and then there's a blackout, and you yeah, can't watch. <laughs> because Fox Sports has uh, all the rights to air the games so there's like no if I want to watch uh if I want to watch 162 uh baseball games I have to buy every other channel yeah, possibly that's through, my, through my TV service and hopefully that sort of thing disappears at some point. Well, it's um, an old
3: uh, it's an old uh business model and it's, it takes forever for these things to fall and yeah. finally get some get something good out of it. I mean look at what uh, Apple did to the the movie, or not movie industry, the... Well, movies the, and music. and Yeah, music industry. They got rid of... I don't think there's anything on iTunes with... Uh, uh, I
0: haven't bought a CD in years. Yeah, is it, come The DM, th-
3: What is this,
0: the, DMC, yeah. yeah. I don't think
3: there's anything on iTunes like that. Now they got rid of that.
0: That's all yeah. gone, yeah. That, that, by the way, helped, by the way, a little bit. Um, pir- pirating is another issue to talk about for another time, too. But we're going to close things down just a little bit and talk about uh, what we think is going to... Do good next week, box office wise. For you guys, none of you guys were around when we talked about it, but Puss in <clears throat> was the number one movie. Um, Nick wasn't around, so I predicted in time for Nick. <laughs> it came in third. It came in third, dude. So it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, but uh, opening today, I'm just. I think we're just going to do the uh, the big ones, and unfortunately, there's only like three big ones that are really coming out that are getting any sort of play on TV and things like that. Um, so it's uh, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas in 3D which I think is part of the title of the film, actually. Yeah. Uh, Tower Heist, which is uh, Ben Stiller, Eddie Murphy, and then uh, on the weird opening date for November 9th, it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's Jay Edgar movie. Uh, will, will we see Leonardo DiCaprio in a dress? We won't, uh, you'll have to go to the theaters to find out. Um, will they play <laughs> that up? I'm not sure. Um this is I don't know, uh what do you guys think is gonna top things? I, I'm not even sure what to pick here.
1: Um I'm gonna say Puss and Boots stays at the top just because uh it's family, you know, blah blah blah. It did it did good last weekend, but it didn't do, you know, what you thought it was, and I think a lot of that had to do with it being Halloween weekend and Blah blah blah. Right. So I don't think the drop off is going to be too too terrible there. It's
0: Kumar coming in second. You think then? No, or? I th- really.
1: Yeah, actually I do because that that appeals okay. to that teen teen tween or the the older teen demographic. And then I it's either going to be it or Tower Heist. Um, right. That's that's a tough one because you got ben stiller but he's not doing a family you know night at the museum type of movie this is uh, an adult oriented movie
0: you don't think leo's star power is going to pull in a lot of people to see the j edgar hoover bio you know i really like <laughs>
1: him i i really like him and isn't that's scorsese like good... directing that uh, i don't funny.
0: think that's a... is it a scorsese i uh, i didn't think it it's was Clint eastwood. It's is Clint it Clint eastwood really eastwood i'm sorry um yeah, yeah i like I'll be back i back back. like eastwood as
1: a director i like uh it's the subject matter. I don't really care about J Edgar Hoover. The dude was a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was. He was a racist. You know, prick. Never mind the fact that he wore a dress. That that is, you know, that does not bother me at all. Uh, that's not what I have against the guy.
0: Uh, no, I was just curious if we're going to see Leonardo DiCaprio in a dress. Is all I, I, I really would
1: hope so because that's a big part of J Edgar
0: Hoover. I mean, if if they don't, that's just chicken shit. Right. They can do right. They're passing on it. Yeah.
3: I remember that scene in Nixon
0: where he has that. Okay, hold on a second. We're getting we're getting way well. off course here. Oh.
1: But yeah, the topic matter is something that I <laughs> don't care about. It was like the JFK movie. Um, I, you know, I, I I heard about it all through high school, all through junior high. JFK, JFK. You learn about it, right. and they make a movie about it. It's like, really? What else can you? What are you gonna do? You know, it just it bores me. Oh, back um, into the left, sir. I'm back not, into the left. Eight yeah, hours of yeah.
3: undiscovered footage. Back into. I love JFK. <laughs> I'm, 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 like, um, a big so, political nerd when it comes to this stuff, so I'm, like, really interested in J. Edgar. Just, uh, just
0: well, to show then, what kind of Dan,
3: horrible human being he was.
0: Then, Dan, what do you think is going to top the box office, sir? J. Edgar? Yeah,
3: no. It's uh, it's either going to be uh, Harold and Kumar or it's going to be Puss and Boots again.
0: Well, take okay. your pick, sir. No, I'm going to
3: go with Kumar, Harold and Okay, Boots. wow. Why? Uh,
0: Jason, what do you think, man?
2: Well, definitely Puss and Boots is going to be in the top because, you know, the... Last week was all Halloween, and now they're going to bring the kids out to see all this.
0: Right, you th- well, because it's already it already did number one mm-hmm. this uh, for this week, so uh, that's a couple of votes yeah, for it, what, is it, is it'll it, hold
1: on, but it's not going to it's it's not going to hold on by
0: much. Right, yeah. I don't, I just don't think the Harold and Kumar crowd is quite big enough no, to
2: no no.
0: So well, I'm nicely. standing by it. <laughs> I think Tara
2: Heist would do much better than uh, Harold and Kumar.
1: Really? Yeah, this, I'm going to say that. that I'm going to get off the fence on that one, too, and say Tower Heist comes in second.
0: Okay, Nick, well, what do you think, man? I am going to stand by Harold and Kumar, and I'm going to
2: actually <laughs> go see it this weekend, too.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, next, showing some support, him and Dan, perhaps, may rocket this movie I'll to put number one. I'll $10. Oh, it's 3 i I'm going to say Puss in Boots probably holds isn't on an, just barely as well. Isn't there an
3: Alexander Payne movie coming
0: out with George Clooney? Um, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Could be. Uh, If it it is, it's not coming out anytime soon. Uh, Um, So I I, I hit a spoiler for you. Um, But we are going to close things down. We ran about 16 minutes over. So um, I may edit out some of Jote's follies earlier on when he muted his microphone. Yeah, uh, that'll
1: save you about 10 minutes right
3: there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't you um, responding to me? clicked on the wrong thing a couple of times. Uh we started out very slow today but picked up pace as we uh, as we moved along. So um no man. Uh thanks again everybody even those who joined in late. I'm looking at the rest of you everybody but Joe. Me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. um no we we've, we've been getting uh, pretty good download numbers for the for the last few podcasts and the website's been doing pretty good uh say, I've
2: been uh, unique, uh, reviews. What
0: do you want? Unique uh, unique visitors wise things like that. Um, but uh, Facebook and, and Twitter is where it's at right now. We were trying to get Twitter. By the way, we we're a long ways away from reaching our goal. Apparently, nobody uses Twitter. Got like four um,
2: followers, I think, on Twitter. We have like
0: four, we have like four followers on Twitter. So we need uh we need ninety six <laughs> we need ninety six more followers on Twitter before we hit to a hundred. Nobody uses Twitter apparently. Twitter um, I I just made it be known because we want I to try to get Twitter
2: more. do not even use it.
0: We want to try to get more people to follow us on Facebook and on on Twitter. If we can get to 100 on both, um, I will personally be setting up uh, the first ever Cinema Geekly giveaway. We will be giving something away. Uh, Something good. It won't be something crappy like uh, you get my old Star Wars, um, you know, the Force Unleashed used PS3 game. We won't be giving that away. (laughs) You can
3: win my used copy of Oliver Stone's W. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was thinking
1: of
0: it. The disc is slightly scratched and there's a little wear and tear on the artwork, but otherwise in good shape. No, uh, it'll actually be something nice and cool, but we have to get there first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so on top of visiting com, please go to facebook.com slash cinemageekly and twitter.com. Slash Cinema Geekly, bribe your friends, uh, threaten them if necessary. Yeah, you know you, too... you know
1: you already spend all your damn time on Facebook. All it takes is just a click of a like button.
0: Oh, I know. And you know what? Even I know. I'm, I know I'm doing harm by saying this, but look, just click like, and then the first thing we post, just click that thing and hide all of our posts if you don't yeah. want to see them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're doing immeasurable harm by doing that. Uh, most people don't do that though. Um, but no, that would be that would be awesome. Uh, and once again. Thanks to everybody who's listening via com, or if you're downloading us on iTunes. The new episodes come up. Uh, will usually be online about Saturday night or Sunday. They usually, uh, they usually propagate about 24 hours after they're put into the uh, the RSS feed on the website. Uh, so they're up pretty quickly after uh, they're posted on the website. So download it there. And, of course, it'd be really awesome if you uh, rated and commented on iTunes because this way when people search for a movie podcast of some sort that actually uh, raises our our uh, standings uh, gives us a better shot of turning up in your search results if there are more people who rate and uh, like the podcast so uh, try to do that too if you're getting us on iTunes um, and we will be back next week to hopefully have a better, a better news week because this was a slow news week And who wants to hear us talk about opinions about uh, our favorite movies and stuff when we could be giving our opinions about real news that's happening right now that's exciting. Uh, Unfortunately, that was not this week. So hopefully that'll happen next week. So until then, I'm Anthony Lewis.
1: I'm Joe McDonald. I'm Jason Schmidt.
3: I'm Dan Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm Dick Montez. Oh, it's that. We're
0: gonna see that. Right. I'm not even gonna edit that because that turned out perfectly. <laughs>